Welcome to another episode of Milk Clock Podcast on Busted Coverage. I'm not even going to waste time, Paul. We have Casey Calvert at Casey Calvert Triple X XXX on the end of that Twitter account. Look her up. Let me spell it for you: C A L V E R T. Casey Calvert. Paul, what? It, what? Give me your. Uh, give me your uh, review. Give me your game plan on this one. How are we going to go? Where, where are we going to go with this one? Oh, she's one of the she's one of my personal favorites. Gorgeous brunette, just uh, seems real cool. We're just gonna go right at it. We've got some relationship questions we want to ask, and of course, uh, you know, just some general business questions about the business. I'm uh, if you can't tell, I came out stuttering. I'm nervous as always <laughs> with these women. Uh, I'm a married it's guy. It's a different ball game. I'm it's a, a different ball game than talking to Shane Battier, isn't I'm a, it? I'm a married guy. I have to keep this on the down low, not on the down low with my wife. Uh, just the, I can't be Mr. Sexual like you can. Like, I, I can't be like, hey, you know, let's pretend you and I, that kind of thing. That's just not well, happening. But you can live vicariously through through that, through the commentary. I, it's not necessarily for me either. It's for the listeners. It is for the listeners. That's true. They're, they, we all have to have somebody to live through vicariously. They always live through me on Twitter. Uh, through the site so this time they're going to live vicariously through you with all these porn stars that keep calling us they keep keep calling calling us and we keep answering and we will continue to answer we will keep calling and keep answering and uh casey calvert coming right up on busted coverage uh milk the clock podcast if you don't know by now get it on itunes you guys i i know that i know that we've been sending out a lot of soundcloud uh links because that makes it easy but get it on iTunes. Uh, you, you guys are going to laugh your asses off when you're in the car. It's always about 50 minutes long, right up to an hour. So it makes the drive home a blast. And uh, and Casey Calvert, I expect nothing less, Paul. Oh, there's no reason to expect anything less. She's the best. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, let's get into it. She is, uh, she's here. She's on the other line. And uh, let's let's get right to it, Paul. Go ahead. Casey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. Did you know that we have the same Excellent. birthday? I did not. I did not know that, Paul. That's crazy. St. Patrick's Day. It's the best birthday you could ever have, isn't it, Casey? Yeah. It is. It is the best birthday because it's not like when your birthday's on Christmas or something where like it sucks to be your birthday because everybody's celebrating another holiday. But birthday celebrations and St. Patrick's Day go together perfectly. It's the best day of the year, Joe. Great way to uh, yeah. break the ice, Paul. That that was uh, I, I, you didn't even tell me you were coming out with that one, Casey. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. I know you're busy, uh, Paul. Go ahead. Let's let's keep the questions rolling. Let's go, Casey. I just have a question. I mean, you obviously have an extensive background in film production, and uh, you know, just uh, some very serious education. So when you're on scene or on set, what is the mood like? And this is a serious question. What is the mood like prior to a gangbang and you've got all these guys standing around? Oh, it's always super, super casual and laid back. You know, we're, we're making porn. We don't really take ourselves very seriously. I mean, are guys like tan- standing around telling jokes because they're nervous? Yeah. Are they? I and mean, what's the deal? I mean, it sort of depends on the group of guys. Like, also, if it's a gangbang with like four guys or a gangbang with like 10, makes a big difference on the mood. And if we've, you know, if they've been guys who 
gangbang girls together all the time or if they're strangers, you know, all of that makes a difference. But sure, some of them are nervous, but really, like, there's a little bit of sexual tension in the air. But if you let it, if you let it get too heightened, then everyone will will blow their wad metaphorically and physically too soon. <laughs> and so you have right. to just you have to just kind of keep it light and just you know hang out and be be chill until the camera starts rolling. Casey, I'll One just I'll, 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 go ahead, right, Paul. Joe. Go ahead. Just no, go ahead. Follow question. In that environment, prior to a scene, you know, you've got several guys around. Some of them are attractive, some of them aren't. How much of your own level of attraction or performing is either enhanced or, uh, I guess, maybe subdued based on how attractive some of these dudes are? By, by what they look like physically? Right. That doesn't make much of a difference to me. I'm, I'm not really that kind of girl, you know, with... With girls who I'm attracted to, I care a ton about what they look like. I'm very much a dude. I like. I want to fuck a hot girl. But for guys, I care so much more about personality and on set. I care so much more about if they're being professional and like if they have showered and are clean and smell nice and being polite rather than if I find them physically attractive. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't expect that answer. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm not so shallow when it comes to guys. With girls, I am completely, but not with guys. <laughs> Me too. All right, what's the uh, <laughs> what's the what's the mo for the women that should be in a film with you? Uh, for a for a woman, yeah. I like I like um, I like young. I usually like smaller breasts, but it kind of depends on the girl. But like young and young and fresh is my type. I'm not I'm not so much into the like stereotypical porn star beach blonde, very tan, very safe look. Yeah, I think Paul's the same way, right, Paul? <laughs> I absolutely am. Um, <laughs> Joe, how did you know that? <laughs> I I don't know. You must have told me at some point. But go ahead. Kind of yeah. You kind of just get to know each other after so lo- such a long time. Um, Casey, you've been nominated for a lot of AVN awards over the last two years, um, and you've gotten snubbed a couple of times. What's going on there? <laughs> I don't know. I have, I have yet to win an AVN award, and um, I've been told by inside sources I've been close a couple of times, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting for my, my breakout performance, I guess. What would, be, what would be the Oscar from the AVNs for you? What category? Um, you know, really, other than Female Performer of the Year, because that is the best award to win, I'd really either like to win Best Actress or Best Anal. Paul, that's exactly uh, the answer I was expecting, because if you're going to aim, you aim high. So, and, and, and I've, yeah. I've re- Paul, I've read that, that Casey is known for her anal scenes. Did you know that? I, I'm fully aware of that. And it's, and, uh, somebody has got to lead the league. Somebody has got to be the best in class. Um, Casey, you won an AVN for unsung siren. What is that? Uh, so I won, I won an XRCO award for unsung siren, which is a different award show, but similar. That is. So at XRCO, when you win Unsung Siren, that's the voting group for XRCO saying, 
Why the hell haven't you won any AVN awards? Here, we'll give you a trophy. <laughs> what I'm is not the joking, trophy? That's really what it is. What does the trophy look like? Um, it's a it's a heart from XRCO. It's a heart, and they call it a heart on. Oh, I love that. Very cute. Oh, yeah. Love that. Great one. I don't, what does yeah. the uh, What does the AVN award look like? Uh, kind of like two people having sex, like a very artistic interpretation of two people having sex. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was just a throbbing hog. No, <laughs> just like a doggy style bent over hard hog. Put that right on the mantle. It's not. It's right. not. It's very. It's very romantic. It's, it's it's the kind of trophy that you could still put up in your house and like your mom wouldn't be horrified. <laughs> it's a showpiece. I like it. Right Show next, yeah. right next to like all the pumpkins for like the holidays and stuff. I love exactly. I love this. Decor. All the all right. seasonal decor. Yeah, yeah absolutely seasonal. Uh, Casey, yeah. one hundred and thirty nine credits on your IMDb. How active is this active to the point to where you're a workaholic, or would you like to ramp up your uh, your your scenes in your movies? I'm actually kind of surprised it's not more than that. I feel like I feel like it's actually been about over 200 if you count internet scenes wow. too. I I don't think IMDb counts just internet releases. I think it only counts DVD releases, but um. I think I work the perfect amount. You know, I work a couple times a week. I have plenty of time to do the things I want. I work enough that if I want to take a vacation or go home and visit my parents or whatever, it's not a big deal. I can just take time off and not have to worry about anything work-related. Casey, do uh, regular guys hit on you when you're, like, on the street or at the store, you know, just out in the world? Yeah, but not... Not in the way you would think. Like I get, I get hit on and catcalled like any regular girl. I I very very rarely encounter someone who's like, oh, I know who this is. That's Casey Calvert. <laughs> Do they say it just like that too? <laughs> just like that. No, actually, what they what they usually say is is Do I know you from somewhere? Oh God! Yeah, really? That's you, that's you an look, old one. You look for you look familiar. Do I know you from somewhere? Because nobody wants to admit, you know, out in public or at a bar or something that they watch porn. Because what if the girl they're talking to isn't the porn star they think that she is? And so now they've just told this random girl that they love watching her take it up the butt, and that could get a little awkward. <laughs> I think more guys should say that, Paul. More guys well, should use that line. That's a great line, and the funniest thing to me is that everybody's so secretive about watching porn. Like, nobody wants to say that they watch porn, but meanwhile, you know, a billion people are clicking on everything that comes out. Yeah. And Casey, yeah. Casey when, you, when you got into the business, was there a certain point where you're like, I don't really give a crap if anybody sees me and recognizes me. I, I re this is something I really want to do, and I'm just going to do it. Like, do you just make a conscious decision that you don't care about the stigma at some point? Yes, very much. That's exactly what I did. I, I made the decision that, like, yes, I understand that I can never go be a politician or a teacher. And I understand that there's people who are always going to pass judgment no matter what. And I'm okay with that because this is what I want to do. Uh, 
piggybacking off of that one, I, I have <laughs> seen you mention that at some point there will be the moment where you have to be casted as a MILF. Has that happened? When do you expect that to happen? And is there an age in the industry where that normally happens? I have never been a MILF, but I started to play the hot wife, Oh, which is right. like the spot in between teen and MILF. And there is, <laughs> I mean, there is no, there is no like designated age. Like once you turn 30, you're a MILF for sure. No matter what, yeah, you know, gotcha. it depends on what, it depends on what you look like. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did a scene once and the girl was three years older than me playing my mom. <laughs> oh. What was the name? What was the name of that one again? <laughs> Let's look that one up. <laughs> Um, I actually don't know don't know the name of the movie it's on. The scene the scene was for sweetheart. You can you can go find it. What are those? Is it kind of a sl- but is it kind of a slight once you become uh casted as the MILF? Or is it okay no. for your career? Yeah, it's fine. It means it means that you have a lot of work again if you can if you can be a MILF. MILF is a huge genre. And so it's not it's not anything offensive. I mean, some girls, I think, get a little butt hurt when they start getting <laughs> cast as a MILF because it means that they are older. Right. And that they look and that they look older. But if you can do the MILF thing and work the MILF thing, it's, it's lots of opportunities for work. Sure. There's inherent longevity in that. What's, yeah. uh, what, is there any kind of scene you won't do or anything you won't do on camera? Uh, the only thing that I don't do are cream pies. I do. I do everything else. Why not? Why no cream pie? I got to save something for the boyfriend. <laughs> that was going to be my follow-up. Like, like <laughs> yeah. if you date somebody, I suppose you have to have something that is just theirs, I guess, supposedly. Yeah, I got to I gotta have something. And cream pies, to me, feel super intimate and you know, I really enjoy cream pies, and sometimes I'm like, "Fuck, I wish a guy could come in me at this at the end of this scene." But right. I, you know, I, I have something to save. What's uh, what's more intimate, a cream pie or tongue kissing someone deeply? Uh, I almost think tongue kissing someone. I know. Why is that? I don't know. Kissing, kissing is is absurdly intimate to me i don't i don't quite know why but but like really making out with someone is way more intimate than fucking them that's for sure agreed paul that's something you just don't see much in the movies tongue kissing like yeah. deep tongue kissing no you don't when's the last time you watched yeah. a movie where that was in it paul <laughs> it's been, it's been a while. It's <laughs> that's yeah. I don't really look for that on camera, Casey. I have a relationship question for you. Ready? Okay. <laughs> I need some real life advice here. Okay. Um, okay. A really hot girl just moved in right next door to me. Like literally right next door to me. I live in an older part of town, so I have a house, and this house next door is converted into like a two flat, and so she moved uh-huh. in on the first floor and there's some obvious sexual tension, some flirting, there may have been some light making out. So that's pretty okay. much all systems go there, right? Um, yeah. Have you ever hooked up with a neighbor? Uh, no, I have not ever hooked up with a neighbor, but I have never been presented with the opportunity to hook up with a neighbor. Really? 
You know, yeah, there's never been any neighbors that I've that I've even remotely wanted to hook up with. Okay, well, visualize for me a second. A really hot girl. It's about five feet tall, probably ninety pounds, Latina. Mm-hmm. Totally, mm-hmm. totally on board. Should I hook up with her? Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, here's the second part of the story. On that, on the okay. first floor, or the top story of this this two flat building, there's another girl, a really hot black girl that I hooked up with for several months, like two months ago. Um, she, we kind of things have cooled. But I know that word's going to get around. So do I strike forward, charge ahead, and maybe the best case scenario is a threesome, or do I just try <laughs> to be cool and just sort of avoid her? Well, do you think that the black girl is going to tell the Latina girl about you? Like, are they friends? She's already told her about about me. Oh, okay. So she might think you're a big whore. Right, which I'm cool with because <laughs> she told she told the Latina that she was mad at me and, and blah, 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 but then the Latina mm-hmm. said, she said, um, I don't care. I still want to hang out with you. So I was like, hey, I don't care oh. either. Then, yeah, all systems go. <laughs> Paul, this what probability – hold on one second, right, Joe. What's ahead. the prob- – and they're both highly sexual. What's the probability of a threesome out of this? They're both really sexual, and and, and that's not my goal. My goal isn't necessarily the threesome. I'm just like sort of playing it as it lies. Yeah, and if the one that you fucked first gets over being mad at you and doesn't get mad at you for fucking the other one, then I give it like a fifty percent probability of a threesome. That's good, Joe. Yeah, I, and you and I have talked about this, Paul. Be careful around Christmas. I know you're going to get all emotional and start. They're going to get emotional, and and the threesome's probably going to happen. So just go slow. I don't want you to buy. <laughs> I don't want you buying so many Christmas gifts that you just go broke. So wait, Joe, you're saying it's 100. percent Oh, I think, it's, I think it's 100. percent I'm just. I, I'm worried that so, you're going to do it around Christmas. That's 75, percent guys. I got to go for you're it. You're in. You're in. Oh. Yeah, I say go for it. I I say why not? You should go for it. I'm doing it. All right, Paul, let me reset this interview since you turned it all on you. Uh, this is about Casey. Casey, uh, your, your Twitter your Twitter uh, profile photo is about Prop 60, the no on 60, which all the performers are, are running on their uh, Twitter accounts. Tell us about what Prop 60 is and why it's so important that this doesn't go through. So Prop 60 is a California state proposition on the ballot this year. In California, anybody who collects nest signatures can get a proposition on the ballot. And so there are many, many propositions in California this year, including this one, including one legalizing recreational marijuana. Um, But this one... Uh, on the surface, is about requiring condoms in porn. It is the California Safer Sex Proposition for Adult Film. Um, the the ballot summary, what people say, but what people read when they go vote on this is that it requires all adult performers to wear condoms during their scenes, and it requires producers to pay for testing. So that's what it looks like on the surface. Okay. But that's really not what it was about. If that's what it was about, if it was just about condoms, 
then fine. It's not, it's not particularly threatening, but it's got a bunch of other hidden line items buried inside that are very, very scary, not just for the porn business, but for the state of California. There are, there are two big things that make me very, very uncomfortable about Prop 60. One of them is that it allows, if it passes, of course, it allows private citizens to file lawsuits against porn production companies if they watch a movie that uh, is bareback. So just anybody can go and sit down and go to a website and see a scene that has no content and sue. And so let me understand this. So we have some Christian Bible thumpers that are uh, Mm -hmm. just wanting to cause some shit, and so this is what they Mm -hmm. came up with. Mm -hmm. They can they can just they can just sue, and there's a financial incentive to file a lawsuit. Um, The plaintiff, which would be the person who filed the lawsuit, the person who got harmed by watching this movie with no condom in it. Uh, gets twenty five percent of the settlement. So wow. uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, and all right. So what is uh, what what is what does early polling look like? Uh, are people <laughs> just like stupidly voting yes on this? How, what what are you hearing? Um, early polling. I believe it was the L A Times. Uh, polled and it was actually fairly close. It was like 60-40 voting yes on Prop 60 because, like I said, when people read the ballot summary, all right. it says is condoms and producers safer testing. And if you're an average Joe on the street and someone says, hey, do you think porn stars should have safer sex and producers should help pay for that? Who's, who's going to say no to that? No one is going to say no to that. Right. And, and and let me and so last thing on this is um, what uh, and now I lost my train of thought. But all right, so okay, yeah, exactly. It's because you said poll so many times to Casey poll. Calvert. I said poll to Casey Calvert, and that was that's all I kept thinking about. That was um, it. You did it, that was it. You did it like the most oh, respectful right. way. I know ever. what I was going to say. Paul, don't interrupt me. Uh, so if it passes, <laughs> does this automatically become law, or are there more steps that it has to go through? Well, written in the proposition, um, it goes into effect the day after it passes, so theoretically November 9th. But um, we're prepared to fight it, and there's some other things that will keep it potentially from immediately taking effect. What might end up happening is that it's in effect for a couple of weeks before we get to challenge it, and then what will what will do is uh, fight it like we fought Measure B in 2012, 2013, which is just go through the courts and challenge every aspect of it until it becomes unenforceable. All right. I'd love to hear that, Paul. So what's going to happen is is, is the lawyers are going to lawyer up, and uh, yep. we're going to knock this shit out, and uh, we're going to keep the, keep the business going. Uh, this world would collapse if the world of porn went away or was disturbed, uh, I've always <laughs> said that you would kill ISIS in a heartbeat. If you just sent porn into ISIS territory, it would wipe <laughs> them out. They would be ruined. Yeah. 
Uh, Paul, I, get us back on a lighthearted subject. I know you have lighthearted questions lined up. I'm more the journalist here, so you go ahead. Oh, yeah. You're the serious journalist. That's right. Serious. Um, so there's going to be an appeal process then, Casey? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I believe that's what they have planning. You know, I'm not, I'm not in there in the room with the Free Speech Coalition who is really taking care of protecting us and protecting our interests. And so I can't say for sure 100% exactly what they're planning to do, but I believe that what's going to happen is a, a lot of lawyering up and a lot of a lot of lawsuits and a lot of going through the state courts challenging it. Would any It'll of the uh, would any of the appeal process be as appealing as you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I doubt it. That was so bad. Right, I walked Paul. you right into it. Joe, you knew what was Paul, happening. Paul, I'm gonna I'm just gonna get a question in here since you won't ask a serious question. You you asked for lighthearted. What's more lighthearted than that? Well, you, it was so lighthearted, it was ridiculous. Casey, right. I did some deep reading in your blog on your website and I came across something mm-hmm. that I had to ask about. You had us you okay. had a line in there that you were once tied up at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. I need to hear about that and what happened. Uh, so I was shooting uh, for a water bondage uh, site. This was before I actually got into adult when I was just fetish modeling um, down in Key West. Um, had a boat, went into the ocean. Uh, we all got scuba certified. I got scuba certified um, for my scuba test as, as after my test, after I passed all of the requirements for my test, I had masturbated at the bottom of the ocean wearing my regulator. Wow, um, that's incredible. The worst. That's hot. So, I was wearing I was wearing a tank. I you know I wasn't I wasn't drowning. I had oxygen. Right. Okay. So you were, um, all right. So you guys go down there and you're you, you get tied up down there or you you went down all all already tied up. No, they tied us up down there. So we all we all had tanks on, and it was me and there were there were two other models there too. And then we had some safety divers, and we had the boat captain, and then we had the rigger. And so we all went down all uh, with our with our oxygen and got tied up at the bottom, which is tricky because you're moving around with the current, and you know it's not nearly as simple as it is just, you know, like tying somebody up on a bed. But we got tied up down there, and then they shoot video of us using GoPros just, like, bouncing around on the bottom of the ocean. Sometimes sometimes we'd float around, and sometimes they'd tie weights to us so we would stay sedentary on the bottom. And just tie around, just, you know, bounce around and wiggle in the ropes and pretend to be very helpless and struggling and miserable. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a whole genre, Paul. I, I had no, I've lived this, I live this Ohio life, Paul. I don't I don't hear about things like this. I'm out here in Nebraska. There's we're completely landlocked, so there's no way this would ever transpire here. It's just why so all right, so guys, they're looking for this kind of bondage. Yeah, they wanna they wanna see it a lot. There's a lot of guys out there that really like uh snorkeling masks and snorkels. <laughs> they have a they have a snorkel fetish, but they also, what I have found, because I've done a lot of this content, is that what they really like is the breath control. So they like they like the fact that I have to breathe very slowly through the regulator so I don't hyperventilate. And they like the fact that at any moment someone could come and take the regulator out of my mouth and then I couldn't breathe, which we also did too. Like we'd have 
we'd have someone swim over and they'd pull the regulator out and, you know, we'd go under the water and, you know, hold our breaths. And then I put the regulator back in, of course, before anything happened. Wow. 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 I guess I'm old fashioned. I just prefer gagging. (laughs) Oh. And we, you know, we had, we had safe signals for everything. If we needed to come up or if we needed air or if anything was going wrong, we had a whole bunch of hand signals. Since obviously you can't talk. Casey, do you know what Joe's safe word is? What is Joe's safe word? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Apple teeny. Apple teeny. That's it. That's it. If I'm at Applebee's and something bad is about to happen, it's Apple teeny. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, this is fascinating how I, I never knew some of this stuff. And we've talked, we've now talked to uh, a couple, April Flores and. Um, who was the other one we talked to? Casey, you're not our first. We talked to Aiden Starr, Aiden too. Aiden Starr, and I learned something. Oh, both of them, both of them are awesome. Aiden, Aiden Starr has stories to tell you guys. Oh, we spent. It was great. Uh, we spent like an hour on the phone. And yeah. We, and we could have talked for days, right, Paul? Absolutely. It was Casey, incredible. Is there, speaking of all this fetish talk, is there anything that's too, like, even too weird for you that you've seen? I mean, because you can't even just make this stuff up. Well, I I personally won't do poop. Yeah. And I don't I don't do barf. So like I don't I don't do what what they call Roman showers, which is where wow. like you deliberate where you deliberately throw up on someone. Oh man. That's totally different <laughs> from oh. a Boston pancake, but it sounds worse. <laughs> It's a, it's it's not my thing, and really beyond those two things, I try to keep a very open mind. Wow, Roman shower! I didn't know that's what it was called. I learned a new title today, Paul. That's uh, going down on my uh, new word list. So new <laughs> phrase. Uh, Just work Roman shower. I'm, I'm going to work that into a post. I'm definitely using that into a tweet today at some point. Yeah. At yeah. some point. Uh, Casey, you went to, uh, you went to Florida and you, at, yeah. you even say Florida Gator right on the front of Twitter and, uh-huh. uh, ever take any heat from the rest of these SEC schools or are there fans that are like, Hey, we love that you're from Florida and they, they correlate you with the school and, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I didn't just go to school in Gainesville. I grew up there. I've, I was, I was essentially born a Gator. And, um, during football season, there'll be a lot of back and forth on Twitter with fans from other SEC schools. And I have a fan of mine who every year we bet on a game. And if I win, he gives me something. And if he win, I give him something like, like an autographed photo or like a, like a, like a free photo set or something like that. And so, like, that sort of thing happens. But also, I have a ton of fans who are my fans because of the University of Florida, which is really cool. Like, and I won't, you know, I don't have time to respond to every single tweet right. I get. Right. But, like, if someone if someone tweets me, go Gators, I'll always respond. That's where I was going with that, Paul. I, I always, I don't want to get into sports because it might not be your thing, but it's interesting to hear that you're, uh, Florida Gator. What about Tebow on campus? Was that was that not the craziest thing with this guy that's just like super virginity and that kind of, and, and 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 you start you went to school after Tebow? No, I was there with him. You were there with Tebow. Um, 
Yeah, he's he's older than me, but I was there. I was there for one year. So when I was a freshman, Tebow was on campus, and um, I was still a virgin at that time, also. Uh huh. Wow, really? So yeah. Uh-huh. So um, I saw him walking around one day on campus. You know, he still he didn't walk around with security or anything like that. But you know, I'm I'm sure that he tried to keep a relatively low profile. But you know, the students were pretty cool to him. You know, no one. No one mobbed him, but like if you asked him for a picture, he'd you know like take a selfie with you. Would it be awkward if you, let's let's say hypothetical, you were there and you had the chance to take Tebow's virginity? Would you be up for it, or is that something that you would just be like, nah, I can't, I could never do this? Well, I mean, and and how. How forcefully am I taking his virginity? Well, no, I mean, all right. So, like, so let's say, let's say, he, let's say he's giving up his virginity, and you're the recipient. Uh, sure. You're down for that, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't know yeah. if it would be a little weird because it's Tebow and he was like the big hero, or whether it would be like a big major conquest. No, it would be a massive conquest. I love it, Paul. This is. I, I didn't want to just say it, but this is where I wanted to go with this interview. <laughs> in this hypothetical scenario, Casey, how long does Tim Tebow last in the pocket, so to oh, speak? God, like, like three minutes. <laughs> I think it's less than I mean, that. I'm going under on that bit, <laughs> yeah. Paul. I'll take yeah. under. All right, what's the? Uh, give us like some scenario. Tebow's virginity uh, anywhere on campus or a special place in in Gainesville to take Tebow's virginity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or what are you going to do I to think, him? What kind of thing? Give us a scenario. Maybe, maybe like, <laughs> you don't know. Maybe that's what she's really into. I'm um, sure he is. So think, oh, I'm sure he is. I think the, uh, the locker room of oh. the swamp. Okay. Nice. If, if I have to pick the place, the locker room, it's not, it's, you know, it's such a nice locker room. They've spent so much money on it. You know, it it's would like be the comfiest hotel, locker then. room ever. Right. Yeah. The four seasons. <laughs> There's nothing raunchy about it inherently at no, all. It's like it's like nice. At all? No, it's nice and clean. I mean, I'm sure it smells like sweaty boys. You have you been in there? I have not. No, okay. they don't. They don't. Right. They don't let regular people go in there. But I've seen pictures. There's pictures of it on the internet. Okay. All right. So she knows what it looks like, Paul. She's going to take Tebow's virginity in the locker room. He's getting up there in age. I'm surprised he still hasn't settled down so he can give it up. But uh, I know. You'd think by now he'd want to put a ring on somebody and, you know, make a family. I have this feeling that he's only virginity in, like you said, Paul, I think. think In the vagina? Yeah, I think yeah. I think just in the yeah. I think in just the religious sense, exactly, just the religious yeah. sense, right? I mean, my yeah. God, there's no way, right? Right, there's just no way. I don't. It's just, I don't know. I, I want to see him I underwater. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't know. Casey, one other question I have too, just in general, being an adult performer, I'm looking at your website. Mm-hmm. You've got a, a tab on the nav bar for "Spoil Me," which is yeah. where your fans will actually check out your wish list and buy you stuff. Um, yeah. What's the, what, what's behind that? What motivates somebody to do that? I mean, do you like get an item and then send them a picture of yourself with the item they sent? 
Yeah, I do. And I made that tab for my website because so many people were asking for that information that I needed to just be like, go here and look. It's all in one place. But um, I think I think that it's a bunch of different reasons. I think for some guys, it helps them be closer to their favorite performers. You know, it helps them form actual friendships. And I do form actual friendships with the guys who just started off by, like, buying me nice things. You know, mm-hmm. I I have so... It, it sounds so ridiculously nudie. I'm like, I have so many fans. I don't have time to talk to all of them. But <laughs> no, if they, if they buy me things... But, you then know, you have time. If the ones, the, you know, the ones that make time for me, I make time for them. But they basically all just want to bang you. And that's cool for you. But don't they realize that? Or do they cook up some weird fantasy of you being their special lady? Um, both. I think I, I for sure have at least two very, very, very good fans that mm-hmm. I don't think actually want to have sex with me. Is one like of them maybe... named uh, Tim T from Gainesville? <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he, does, <laughs> he doesn't want to you give know. up his identity. Danny K from you know. Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe in like their head in a in a secret fantasy, like yes, they want to have sex with me, but they have they have no intention of ever acting on it or ever even meeting me. They want to keep our relationship what it is to the internet. And then some other fans I know for sure would like to meet me. I know for sure would like to take me out to dinner, would for sure like to have sex with me. Mm -hmm. And I, Mm -hmm. and I feel like the spectrum of, of realism coming from those guys varies wildly. Hmm. Paul, I do see dwell magazine is on this list and I'm a subscriber. Uh, I must I know, say and nobody's got me Dwell. somebody got me, somebody got me architectural digest. Oh, so that, nice. comes to, that comes to me every month now, but no one's got me Dwell yet. <laughs> nice. Uh, you're, I, 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 I have a feeling let's dwell might end up off there. I don't know. It might, but uh, <laughs> it's a great one. It really is. If uh, it any, is, it is great. Yeah. If any and listeners, I end up buying it from the grocery store and spending, you know, right. five bucks on it right that's the yeah, way you save up to 67 percent off the cover price always always. i know it i know it makes sense it's All fiscally right. responsible uh i'm gonna get in one more question casey uh since we already okay. talked about tebow what about other yeah. what about athletes are there ever athletes that you're not you're not one of the main names in the business per se but are yeah. are there athletes that are even sliding into the DMs on your accounts or trying to connect via other means, uh, agents, that kind of thing? Never. I've never really? had a single athlete. Yeah, not that I not that I know of. I've never had a single athlete. I think I'm not I'm not trophy wife porn star enough to be to attract the attention of the athletes, you know, they want, they want Lisa Ann and they want the big tits and the blonde and, you know, they want, they want the trophy and I'm not so much the trophy. I have other kinds of celebrities sliding, sliding into the DMs. Like I'll have, like I have people from the film business who I've made friends with, like the mainstream film business, but, um, never, not a single athlete. Poker night at Leonardo DiCaprio's ever? 
<laughs> no, not I'm not that fancy. All right, but so I would go. I would go if I was invited. It's, uh, it sounds like a blast, actually. I I mean, I want to go just to like watch the scene. I can't imagine this scene yeah. that goes on. Uh, Paul, any <laughs> any final questions uh, for Casey before we let her get on with her life? No, no final questions, Casey. It's great to speak with you. Um, I told Joe, yeah. I was super stoked to talk to you, and uh, you didn't disappoint. You put up with all my stupid jokes, and most <laughs> of Joe's. She and, laughed uh, at everything. I can't. It's it's awesome. Because they're good. They're good jokes. I, She's got a great I sense of humor. I like stupid jokes. I think stupid jokes are funny. Well, well we, if you ever come out to Nebraska, yep. I'll, I'll serve up a buffet. I didn't see that on your wish list. Stupid jokes from guy in Nebraska, but if it's on there, you got she's going to make a new Seriously. tab on her uh, website. Paul, send, yeah, me, send me to Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Though. Seriously, Casey, we appreciate it. Thanks, Casey. Of course, of course. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. 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 That was Casey Calvert. Uh, Kate at Casey Calvert X X X Paul. Uh, we, what did, wow. give me your initial thoughts, get them out there. What I thought do you that think? was great. I had a great time. She was fun to talk to. I love that. Excellent time. Uh, I was a little, and, and when I told you earlier, I think it was off the air. I said, I read Casey's uh, blog and she is a, she's a writer. She, she writes a ton, highly educated. And I said, just you know, just feel it out. <laughs> Take, it <easy. laughs> Take it easy. Don't get don't get frat guy on her because, as we heard with Aiden Star, you went frat guy right away. I did, and it's almost just the opposite with Casey Calvert. Like she had no problem with you going like frat guy on her. Well, I led with the birthday that which broke was the good. Ice. Broke the ice, and then I went right into the hardcore gangbang question. Uh, it's the perfect segue. Like we have the same birthdays. All right. Well, tell me about your gangbangs. I mean, you get it all out. You get it out on the table and you give the listeners, you, you don't, you cut to the chase. Well, I know that I'm not the only guy in the world that has that question. You I, know what I mean? She does a lot of gangbang stuff. And obviously if there's 10 guys in a room, not all of them are going to be built like Tim Tebow. No, there's going to be a fat guy with like a three inch chub. Right. And you can't tell me that, you know, that she's as excited about that as Timmy T from Gainesville. Uh, I think she goes business on the guys yep, as business. And then with the women, that's like her uh, high-end liquor. Like that's the one where you really get down to business. And you – analogy. You, you choose the liquor that you like the most. And, yes. Uh, and, and, and that was interesting and to hear lip- where a lot you, – you, all right. We think that the woman is going to be more – uh, in making sure that the guy isn't some pig. Yeah, just some total pig. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I gotta be honest. I was terrified to go down to the uh, football question. A lot of the, you know, you got if you don't get the impression that somebody's into sports, yeah, uh, you don't know whether to even go that route because somebody may be like, "That's the stupidest question I've ever heard." Yeah, um, yeah. Or you may just sports. do them a plain old fashioned disservice. You know, right. they don't care, and it just kills the whole vibe. It kills the vibe, and I didn't want to go to. I, I was aiming for the Tebow thing. Like, are I was, you really? I was trying to get there, but I didn't. I, I had to be careful. You know, I'm trying to feel it out. 
I knew that at some point you were going to go Gators question, and I was not going to be even in the same ballpark as that. I knew you I weren't. Had enough, I had enough questions of my own. I, knew, I know. I know you, the the divorcee. You have all your sex questions. And she I, said something about being bound up at the bottom of the ocean, and she couldn't breathe or move. I was like, I almost said, yeah, it's just like being married. <laughs> love that story. I love. There's guys out there that want to see women nearly die at the bottom of an ocean. Yeah. Uh, Great to know that's a thing. That is a thing that I never knew. all Trump guys, for I, I sure. Le- <laughs> I learned something new about what guys are into every time we talk to one of these actresses. And I'm going to call yeah. them actresses. Let's do it. And it's weird because we're guys. We're very masculine guys. And we don't even – we aren't even into that no, stuff. We don't no, even know like, about it. Like I don't even – I don't know any of that subculture shit. I And, and I'm no. not – I'm not oh, dogging. the Roman shower? I had never heard no of Roman shower before today. What was it? What was a Roman shower? Getting puked on. Uh, see, now, never. Somebody puked it, it on you. It crosses my mind. I want to see people puke at, like, football games because I think it's hilarious <laughs> that they get so trash that they're puking all over the place at a football game. I never thought about, like, someone getting puked on in a sexual fantasy world. Right, right. There's no sexual component to no. the puking. No, if, I, if somebody pukes on somebody at a football game... It's high comedy. Like I, I, I laugh at that shit. Like that's the funniest shit ever, because they're just like trashed, and then all of a sudden they're just puking on some dude. Puke everywhere. Right. All right. Like so, Lawrence Timmons this past weekend. Yeah, Is that a like, Roman shower? Like, that's on the hilarious. Field? Like if he did that on his teammate, there's a whole subculture out there that might that's, think that yes. that's awesome. Like, oh, they're all, they're so aroused sexually. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, what? Once again, once again. We talk to these people, and you wait until I put Casey Calvert, Gators fan, on a tweet. Oh, wait until that I thing's do that. Just blow up. She is gonna blow up, and more than if she, I should have told Casey. Listen, if you throw on a couple photos a month in Florida gear, I'm telling you right now, you'll have three hundred thousand Twitter followers, and you'll have guys that they'll buy every single thing on your list. Right, your whole spoil me list. You'll have you'll have forty boxes lined up on your front patio. Do you think uh, that makes a guy a loser? Uh, buying the things off the spoil me. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the subculture, just like um, the guy that wants to see women struggle for air at the bottom of the ocean. I yeah, think it's, true. I think it's a guy that, like she said, wants to be closer. Um, whether it's in a sexual way, uh, I, I think that's what it is. So if um, you're buying the subscription to field and stream that she wants <laughs> and she takes a picture reading one, uh, you know, a copy in like some sexy lingerie and then tweets it at you or however that gets disseminated or maybe disseminated in this case, right? you're just looking at that picture whacking off all the time. Um, I don't or, know. I don't know. Are you, what, or what is it almost doing? a non-sexual thing where you've got that picture blown up and it's on like in your living room and it's like a trophy? What about like man cave? Okay. About, you put that in the man cave? And your your buddies oh, yeah. are coming over and you're like, look at this. This is that one time I bought Casey Calvert a year subscription to Field and Stream, which actually ended up being 18 <laughs> subscriptions for the price of 12. Oh, uh, why don't – we need to tell Casey Calvert to put something on her list that's like Florida Gators, and then we'll buy yeah. it, and then we'll make her like 
maybe we'll have her wear it. Like, I don't know. We'll figure out something. But mm-hmm. wouldn't the goof be that we buy something for Casey Calvert that's like a Florida Gators hat or a shirt or whatever? Like and, a Ryan Leak jersey? Yeah, like That'd be Ryan, kind of ironic. Yeah, like a Ryan Leak jersey. Or, yeah. A, Ryan Leak. Or Chris Leak. Oh, Chris Leak. Excuse me. Yeah, Chris, Chris Leak. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Um, Leak. I No, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, so we'll, we need to figure out something. We need to get Casey, since she's a giant Gators fan, huge Gators fan. And need, she's a lot of fun. And she's a lot of fun, and she's young. She's she's 26, I think, right, yep. right in that ballpark. That's mm-hmm. like the perfect time to use to, – to, the SEC fans love that. They love it. So we'll figure out I'm something. In. We'll figure Count out something. Uh, um, any, any final comments, concerns? <laughs> I'm concerned that guys are are puking on each other for sexual gratification. That's really weird. And I, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced on my first question that that the guy with the three inch chub he's not getting the same treatment as no. the, the Tim Tebow with the no. nine inch corn stalk there. You know what that can't even that doesn't even make sense. What is going to happen when I put a tweet out? Casey Calvert would gladly take Tebow's virginity. Oh, is that the headline? I think it is. That's I think great. it is. I think you know that's where we Tebow go. know all these Tebow fanatics will be all over that. Uh, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be headlines. That's a good headline. This is read. Uh, l- let me mark it down. What did I just say? I forget. Yeah, let's write that down. Let's write it down. Uh, adult actress. Yeah. Casey Cowart says she'll take Tim Tebow's virginity. We it needs to be more salacious. I think what you yeah. said was better than what I just what said. What did I say? What did I say? I fuck. I'll have um, to go back and listen. We're at the 45 mark. 45 mark. Perfect. I'll have to perfect. listen. Perfect. Timestamp. Uh, but anyway, there's so much to digest in this. This is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to tell the listeners your safe word. Uh, Appletini. I did not know I, that, but I'm glad that you uh, that you you told everybody. Uh, it's all out there. People are listening now. They're loving the interviews. Um, it's growing by the day. People Absolutely. are, they're, they're hearing more and more and more and they love it. It's, it's mixing it up. It's having fun. It's asking, talking like guys actually talk instead of these stupid podcasts where guys talk like they're fucking robots and nobody wants right. to listen to them act like they're robots. I don't guys. care if my mom's listening. I didn't say anything bad. I don't care if my wife's listening. She doesn't care. <laughs> we said nothing. <laughs> I'm on a I'm on a I'm on a microphone in my living room watching Melania Trump on CNN. I'm pacing around my living room in Omaha, Nebraska, just pacing around talking to you. But I mean, this these are our lives. This is real stuff. We're not trying to fake anybody out. No, this is no bullshit. It's a good time, and uh, you can tell you can tell that Casey Calvert was down for a good time, and uh, that's what we appreciate. We appreciate absolutely. Uh, we appreciate some honesty, and uh, we've been getting it lately. So dip keep... into the uh, dip into the catalog, guys and girls, get into the Aiden star, yep. get into, you know, we, we've got a smattering of everything uh, in the podcast. April Flores. That was a April fun Flores. interview. Fun. That was great. If wow. If you guys haven't listened to the April Flores interview, make sure you listen and wait for it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> wait for it. Right. Listen all the way through. Turn it on at work. You're going to laugh your ass off, and uh, it, it's always a good time. Uh, Paul, we got to duck out of here. We got other things to do. So uh, 
Once again, another great interview on Milk the Clock podcast. Uh, we've we've been hammering them out, and uh, just another one, another notch in the belt.